amazing when we close a series every time and we want to welcome and greet our dear listeners from across the globe. Thank you so much for taking your time to support, for taking your time to listen to our teachings. And we believe that these teachings are coming really to be of great help in the lives of young people, especially in their love relationships. These matters of the heart that are always a challenge. But we believe that the teachings are coming in handy in our love relationships. And I believe from the time we launched the teachings, we have been helped and our relationship, our love relationships have improved. Allow me to pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we want to thank you today. We bless your name. We thank you for your loving kindness. We thank you for your mercies. We thank you for your goodness. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we pray that, Lord, may anoint these lips of clay as I speak to my brothers and sisters. Lord, I pray that the word may come as light, it may come as a, as a lamp unto their feet to help them navigate in the issues and the vicissitudes of this life, especially in their love relationships. Thank you, Heavenly Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Today we are just addressing questions that we we normally do at the end of every series. We look at two or three questions that we address. So allow me to do the same today. Our first question is, Dear Reverend, if I heard you well in the last teaching, you clearly said that we are able to come out of the consequences of ungodly sexual soul ties as we admit, as we confess and do all the necessary things. But Reverend, how does one deal with feelings of guilt and continuous loss of self-esteem and condemnation, even after confessing, uh, going through counsel? How do you deal with guilt as an individual, as a Christian? Firstly, I want to thank you for this question. I believe that it will help us touch uh, more areas than maybe some of them that we didn't touch in our, in our last series. Firstly, may I say that it's important to take note that in dealing with ungodly sexual soul ties, the sin that would have been committed is against the body. It's important to understand that when you engage yourself sexually, you 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 are tempering with your body. You the the, the 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 ungodly sexual soul tie, which is fornication or adultery, it is a sin against the body. It's like someone who is expecting the they they are so vulnerable. A, a woman who is expecting is so vulnerable because they are carrying the baby in the body. So it's very important to understand that. And also, that's why it really is difficult. And uh, it, 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 it really takes the grace of God to be delivered, to, be, to completely come out of guilt feelings. It, it's more than just saying, I've confessed, I'm, I'm going through counseling. So it's important first that we take the word of God as it is. In dealing with guilt and, and condemnation, it's important to take the word of God as it is. So the word of God promises us forgiveness of sin upon confession. So the word of God, where we read last week in First John chapter 1, verse 9, it says that if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us. So it's very important. Just take the word of God as it is, as simple as it is. 
otherwise if you 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 continue to hamper the the thoughts on the past uh scenes on the past uh life uh experiences life uh torturings on on on, on sexual uh uh behavior it you will not come out of the bondage of that sin so it's important first take the word of god as it is don't dilly-dally with what the word of god says don't negotiate with the word of god so and also if when you have been involved and you have come to a realization that you have to repent trust the word of god trust what the word of god says if we confess, you'll be forgiven. It's important to understand this is a spiritual transaction. Just take the word of God as it is and believe what the word of God says in your life. I'll take it that most people, when you read uh, as Jesus uh, as Jesus would uh, minister to, uh, to people who were lame, who were sick, many of them, they would come to him sick in those conditions and he would say to them, your sins have been forgiven, you know, your sins have been forgiven, stand up and walk. So, meaning that, you know what, the the effects of soul ties can cause uh, literally sickness, like we said last week. But we see Jesus saying that you have been forgiven your sins and when somebody believes what the word that has come out of the Lord Jesus Christ, instantly they are healed. Mm-hmm. Instantly, they are healed your sins have been forgiven so it's very important dear beloved believers to take god at his word also may i say that it's important to know from the word of god that there is no more condemnation to those in the lord now that you are in the lord don't condemn yourself don't condemn yourself. We say these teachings are not coming to condemn us. They are not coming to, to judge us, but they are coming to help us, you know, navigate and come out of things that can be destructive to us in our lives. Romans chapter 8 verse 1 says, um, now therefore there is no more condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus. It's very important to know that we are not condemned now that we are in Christ Jesus. So don't allow feelings of guilt, condemnation to overwhelm you. Embrace the forgiveness, the love of God in your life. Second Corinthians chapter five verse seventeen says, "When now he who is in Christ is a new creature. Behold, the old things have gone." Behold, everything has become new. So you are a new creature. The old things have passed away. Now that you have come to the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ, you have become new. We also read in Isaiah 1 verse 18, it says that, Come now, let us reason together. Though your sins are as, as, as red as scarlet, wash them to be as white as snow. So when God washes away our sins, it's thorough and it's permanent. It does not change his mind about us. So it's important as you confront and aggressively deal with feelings of guilt, feelings of um, condemnation in your life. May God bless you. We'll go on to our second question. Um, our second question says that, um, Reverend, how do we deal with the situation that in involving oneself sexually, uh, a child can be born in then getting married how do you deal with the child uh, I want to thank you for that question like we said some 
consequences of ungodly sexual ties remain in our lives. Like for instance, if you have a pregnancy, you will definitely have a baby. At times, it's other complications to do with HIV and AIDS. And um, really, may I say that uh, as human beings, there is likely or not much that you can do in those circumstances. If it's a child, may I say to you that it's important that you accept the child. If you are to get married to someone who has had a, a childhood child, you know, a, a teenagehood child, it's important to love the child unconditionally and understand that the child did not apply to come into this world and know that God expects you to love that child unconditionally. So it's very, very important. So still, even if it's the complications of uh, STIs or HIV and AIDS, God has still forgiven you. I want us to put it at the back of our mind to know it that as long as we've asked for forgiveness, as long as we've asked that may God forgive you, God forgives us. God is a merciful God. God is a gracious God. So God forgives us. And when, if you have confessed you are a child of God, still walk in faith and find your confidence in the word of God. I believe this has been um, covered uh, amply for us. Our third question, which is our last question for today's presentation is, Dear Reverend, how do you deal with a man who pushes and lobbies for sex in a love relationship? Wow. Many a times you hear this, especially from young ladies who will tell you that a young man is insisting that I really need to know how you are. I really need to test you before and so forth. And so that I know I'm getting married or I like the way you are. But please, young men and young ladies, it's important to know that the foundation of a love relationship is very important. Remember, in the wellspring, our trust is focusing on foundations, and our focus is that foundations are critical. The Bible says in, in, in the book of Psalm 11 that if foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? The foundation that you lay for your love relationship is very important and critical. So when people fall into fornication at times, may I say that it doesn't mean that they don't love God. However, it's important to understand our genetical makeup as children of God, to understand our genetical makeup as boys and girls. So it's very important. May I say as I... Um, attempt to answer this question is uh, the Holy Spirit helps me. Every man in a love relationship is tempted sexually. And normally is the man in a normal relationship, man has pressure usually on the man. The pressure is usually on the man. But for women, intimacy is not automatic. It's not immediate. You know, it, it, it takes time for a woman to come up to passion sexually. Normally, women are stronger when it comes to those issues. A woman's intimacy starts with the women want to be held, they want to be warmly coupled, they want long foreplay, their, their sexuality trigger takes longer than that for men. So it's very important to understand those dynamics in a love relationship. 
And I want to say, dear young man, young lady, that the Bible says that we must flee uncleanliness. Flee uncleanliness. Paul says to Timothy in 2 Timothy 2.22 that so flee youthful passions and pursue righteousness. So it's very important that when Paul uses the word flee, fleeing is in between running and flying. You are no, you can't walk nicely. You can't walk slowly when you are faced with a, 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 that scenario where the young man is pressuring and loping for sex in the love relationship. And at that time, it's important to run away, dear young lady. Ephesians five verse three says, "But sexual immorality and all impurity or covetousness must not even be named among you." as is proper amongst saints. So it's very important that you know in your love relationship, you guard yourself, in, 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 you guard yourself, guard each other as lovers. Run away from secluded places. Honestly, if you go to a secluded place, you go to a dark place, it's only the two of you. You visit each other in your rooms, in your, if you are, for instance, at college, for instance, if you, you, you stay by yourself, Nowadays, young people, professionals, you stay by yourself. You allow your, your, your guy to come into your house, your bedroom, and they stay there for the next three, four hours. You talk and talk and talk in deep into the night. What can you expect? Song of Solomon 3 says that do not awaken love before it is time. So it's not that, you know, when people fall into fornication, it's just something that just happens within the twinkle of an eye. It's a process. It's a journey. So it's very important that you guard each other. Don't be in secluded places like we say. You must walk away practically. Young lady, walk away from such a scenario. Walk away and tell the guy, Shamar, I cannot entertain you at this juncture walk away walk away walk away you must flee you see joseph joseph ran away from potiphar's wife he ran away and left his jacket he didn't even mince his actions he didn't say uh madam can i explain to you why i can he ran away from potiphar's wife why because he wanted to protect himself in purity and sexually and also the other practical thing that i can say to you young people discuss those issues as beloveds it will help you discuss your physical boundaries in your love relationship remember we spoke about this the foundations that you lay is you get into a love relationship discuss your physical boundaries talk about them openly to each other you know talk about them openly and i want to say young ladies you must understand the genetical makeup of men of young men for instance you know at the tender age young men their sexual emotions are high and one of the things that turns them on is what they see with their eyes so don't expose your asses to a young lady don't allow those op- apples to be in the open you are you know you are inviting this young man to a, 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 another realm you know know that men are moved by what they see so don't expose your assets willy-nilly and expect the guy to remain sober <laughs> so the mere sight of that asset turns them on naturally naturally a natural young man who is in their highly active uh, age sexually so don't expose your assets anyhow and expect them to remain sober and to continue to speak in tongues no 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 
so help each other to stay pure in the love relationship and also in first thessalonians 4 verse 4 it says for this is the will of god your sanctification that to abstain from sexual immorality so it's very important remember when you read in first corinthians 6 verse 9 which explains the sins that um sins for people that will not get will not enter the kingdom of heaven sexual immorality is mentioned fornication is mentioned adultery is mentioned so first first timothy 4 4 says that Mm, that you abstain from sexual immorality it's god's it's it's the will of god you know it says verse 4 that each one of you should know how to control his own body in holiness you must learn how to possess your you must be able to possess your body possess your your temple that's what the word of god says so not in the passion of lust like the gentiles who do not know god so we must not be moved by lust Last is an evil thing, dear beloved, dear young people. Last is not good, you know. It's an evil thing. Love is what must move us, not last. And we must love, and you know, love protects. According to First Corinthians thirteen, love protects. Protect each other if you love each other. Protect each other. And also, when we read in First Corinthians 7, where Paul speaks of marriage, he, he came so that, he says that marriage, will, God did to allow marriage so that people will not continue to sin against God. So it's very important. So on this, may I say, what can also protect you from falling into fornication as young ladies, young men, is when you don't take too long in a relationship. Don't dilly-dally for 20 years in a love relationship because nature calleth despite you being a believer. So it's very important that you know what? God has not called us for impurity, but God has called us for holiness. So there you are. It's very important, young people, to know that the ball is in your coats. Young men, young ladies, I urge you, I adjure you to fear God live right and build a legacy for your generations and your posterity per adventure you have heard these teachings on soul ties and so forth but you've never given your life to the lord jesus christ i want to give you an opportunity as a young man a young lady or an old person who has said uh, who stumbled on my teachings to, i want to give you an opportunity to receive the lord jesus christ as your lord and savior allow me to pray please pray this prayer after me lord jesus i want to thank you for my life i come before you realizing that i'm a sinner forgive me and wash me with your precious blood thank you for dying at the cross in jesus name amen thank you this is the most important decision that one can ever make in their life i want to welcome into the kingdom of our lord jesus christ look for a bible believing church go to church grow in the knowledge of the living god amen allow me to close father in the mighty name of jesus we thank you today we bless your name we thank you for such teachings that have come to help our young people as they are build their love relationships eventually leading them, them to build their marriages we want to thank you for today in jesus name amen thank you so much dear young ladies 
our listeners, young men, our listeners, even those who are married also, we have taken keen interest on our podcast teachings. May God bless you. Let's meet again next Monday as we look into a new series, Are You Ready for Marriage? God bless you.